Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, simple man, Leonard Skinner means only one thing. That means all things Bill O'Reilly, who will join us in just a second. I'm sure he's paying attention. As a matter of fact, I know he's paying attention to all that's going on at the border right now because he's writing about all things O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. But anyway, here's uh, Jen Psaki. Illegal immigrants, they don't need proof of vaccination. They're not even testing them uh, because they're not intending to to say, uh, sorry, to stay. Probably the biggest lie ever told. Listen. So if somebody walks into the country right across the river, does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card? Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. As individuals, as individuals come across the border, uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't think it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. Uh, They have now released thousands of illegal immigrants into the United States from Haiti and from all around the world. And there's been no vetting uh, in terms of any chance of radical backgrounds or associations, no health vetting whatsoever, uh, no no independent corroboration that they can take care of themselves and, and they're not going to be a burden to the American taxpayer. And then there's uh, Chucky Schumer on his high horse demanding and asking Biden to stop the hateful, xenophobic Trump policies of mistreatment of Haitian immigrants. Well, the we didn't have an immigration problem with Haiti when Donald Trump was president, and he's no longer president for eight months. Somebody might want to inform the uh, the great senator from New York, Chucky. The images turn your stomach. 
It must be stopped, this kind of violence. So I urge President Biden and Secretary Mayorkas to immediately put a stop to these expulsions and to end this Title 42 policy at our southern border. That we cannot continue these hateful and xenophobic Trump policies that disregard our refugee laws. We must allow asylum seekers to present their claims at our ports of entry and be afforded due process. No, we actually don't. But uh, Donald Trump's not president. I love how they're they're calling for investigations of themselves, uh, which cracks me up in their policies and their failure. All things Bill O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Sir, welcome back. All right. Simple man analysis. The chaos at the border. Okay, so let's start with Saki first. Um, she doesn't know what to say. She doesn't know what to say. So she she just babbles. We, That's a simple analysis. I, I don't I don't think you and I want to name any names. I'll, I'll do it if you want me to. But we know people who babble all the time. All they do is babble. You just blah, 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 blah. That's I true. We know people that get paid for it too. Yeah, and they say nothing of substance. That's so, true. I'm not going to lie. We're not going to lie. I did what I did on the news for news last night. I said, okay, so let's uh, let's look at her point of view. Let's look at Jen Psaki's point of view. You travel here thousands of miles, okay, putting yourself in grave danger because there are gangsters along the way demanding money and other things from you. Um, and then you get across the border, and it's an arduous situation, but you're not going to stay very long. Maybe you stay a week, you go to Disneyland, maybe a game, and then you go back, right? That's what she's saying. No, they're not going to stay, stay very long. <laughs> why would, they're I, not going to stay. Bill, why would no. they stay here when they can go right back to Haiti? Why would they make that? No, you know well, I'm why, why bother? By the way, I've flown over yeah. Haiti in a helicopter. It yeah. is an unmitigated disaster of sure it is. Uh, it humanitarian disaster of monumental proportions. Right. Always has been population 11 million Haitians. Uh, since 2010, the United States has sent to Haiti $5 billion. In addition, the international community has sent to Haiti $13 billion. In addition, Sean Penn and his friends have raised another $3 billion. Okay? You add that up. That's $22 billion sent to Haiti since 2010. Not a dime of it has gotten to the Haitian people, who we should all feel very sorry for. It's not a political situation. Under the Duvalier dictators with the Tantan Makut, it was. Now, it is just a corrupt country. So Chucky Schumer, he says, hey, we got to stop this. we got to let everybody in. Who wants to come in? That would be 11 million people from Haiti. Everyone. And then if we do that, do we let all the people from the Dominican Republic, the country that shares the island of Hispaniola with Haiti, do they all come? So, By the way, just so you know, I went with Franklin Graham to the Dominican Republic and some of the impoverished areas there. Right. And we we went to Haiti and we did a flyover of Haiti. It's yeah, I mean, it was post-earthquake. It was an unmitigated disaster, Bill. Oh, humanitarian. It's right. frightening. And you're right. The money never got to the people. Never gets there. Now, I did some investigation on this massive wave of Haitians that is in Del Rio, Texas right now. And this is interesting. Most of these people, they left Haiti years and years ago. And they settled in Central America and some of them in South America. Once Biden got into office and sent the signal to all third world people you can come here and stay and then their relatives who 
did cross the border illegally before them called back and said, hey, you might want to give it a shot because now it's pretty open. That's where these Haitians come from. They don't come from the island of Haiti. They are people who have already left, already semi-settled in Central America and South America. They are the ones coming up. And apparently there's another 15,000 of them on the way from the country of Colombia in South America. You know, I'm watching this all unfold here, Bill. None of this, uh, it's sort of like Afghanistan. We had, we had, we could have, we could have evacuated Americans safely in March and in April and in May and in June and in July. And while the Taliban was on the march and running over this well-trained military that Joe told us about in Afghanistan, the Afghan army, and taking over that 20, then 30, then 40, then 50, then 60 percent of the country before they toppled Kabul. Um, he had all of this time while in control of the entire area to safely withdraw every American, every person with a green card, every every family member, every Afghan ally and all the billions of dollars in military equipment. He didn't lift a finger. The world saw, saw this unfold. We still have hundreds of Americans behind enemy lines hostage to the Taliban. We now have thousands of people with American green cards hostage to the Taliban. And they now, a terrorist organization, have an estimated $80 billion in our military equipment that Joe gave them. Now, it can't. if you look at just those two issues, and there's not a single issue I can think of where he's successful, that is a failed presidency. And I don't see that Joe's smart enough or aware enough to get out of this. Well, today Gallup put out a poll, 43% approve, 53% disapprove of the job Joe Biden is doing, so he's thinking fast. Simple man, I have a simple question for you. Um, Joe Biden revokes the remain in Mexico policy that Donald Trump had that stopped the mass migration to the border. It stopped it. So why did he do it? Why did Biden do it? And what was the plan to keep millions of people from coming here. The question's never been asked to Joe Biden, if you can believe it. Never been asked to the well, man. Well, he's not, Bill, he's not allowed to answer questions because well, he's going to get yelled at. The question at. should be asked. The question should be Bill, asked. You, did right? you watch yesterday with Boris Johnson, who said, I'll take I watch questions? Boris. I, you know, I'm trying yeah. to get my hair to go like his hair. That's why I watch him. <laughs> I, I just want... I don't know what's going on up there, but I want to do it. Um, <laughs> you want that hair... We can get you. We can get you a rug and put it up there. It's fine. It'll look the same. Yeah, I might be able to get elected prime minister if I can get that new. <laughs> um, by the way, I have no idea if it's his real hair or not, nor that it does it really matter to me. Yeah, I, but, I don't know yeah, if anybody Joe, wants that. Joe's not allowed to take questions. Billy keeps saying I'm. I'm going to get in trouble. They're going to get mad yeah, at me. They, they told me I'm not allowed. While while there was a cacophony word of the day, of of reporters just hey, and they wanted to ask questions about the border. But it should be obvious, you know, I, I just got a bumper sticker, and I'm going to send you a bunch of them, called Regret Your 2020 Vote Yet? And there's a mean-looking eagle on it. And I, we got them on BillOReilly.com. And that, that's my question to all the people who voted for Joe Biden. Did you not expect this was going to happen? I mean, you told everybody you wrote a book about it. All right? I, told I know. Everybody. I, you gave me a non-cupcake interview about that book. I'm still yeah. sweating over it. But you 
were I, almost every day on radio and television doing your Paul people. Revere, saying yep. if you elect this man, now what do you? This is insane. At the UN, this was just unbelievable. At the UN, the guy gets up there. And he says to the world, we're going to send you hundreds of billions of dollars. We, the American taxpayer, okay, we're going to send you hundreds of millions of billions of dollars, with a B, billions. And then, so you can fight global warming. Now, do you think in Uganda or anybody else, when that money from the American taxpayer arrives, they're going to use it to fight global warming, Hannity? Do you think that's going to happen? Bill, is that a rhetorical question? Because that's I mean, not a hard question. The answer but this is guy no. guy gets up there. And, but, but remember, Bill, the Paris Climate Accords, they actually designated countries like China and India as developing nations. Of it's only the U.S. that puts the bill for this, this, this and madness. Canada, and Trudeau and Canada, they have to, they have to fork over uh, a little. But when he does this, when Joe Biden does this, I'm just wondering in my mind, do other people hear what I'm hearing? That he's going to send bill, hundreds of billions all over the world to help third world nations fight global warming. And there isn't, they're all going, yeah, we'll build two windmills and then we're going to put the rest in uh, Zurich. <laughs> in a bank By the way, you are saying this, and I know it's tongue in cheek, but it's actually true. Of if course. you get two windmills out of it, Bill, that's that that'll be a miracle in and of itself. Yeah, because maybe, we know maybe that buy some wind chimes and then give them out, uh, you know, on a at a flea market. But we're being sarcastic because that's the way to get people's attention. I'm not a college professor here. I'm trying to tell everyone in the country, and I mean everyone, that this man in the White House is not capable of running this country. And now you're going to see the economy start to wobble. It's going to happen. That will be the final nail. And when the economy starts to go down in a significant way, people are going to get hurt. And like Afghanistan, like the border, Biden is not going to have one solution to the problem. You know, I've been talking for months now about the Knox entry system and how it helps law enforcement gain access uh, that they need to schools during, you know, hostile events or emergencies. In fact, more than 200 municipalities currently trust Knox entry system to provide a secure and efficient means to get access where and when they need it. Now, businesses and airports and specific industrial applications, they have now joined schools and law enforcement and fire departments and are using the Knox entry system to manage first responder access and or authorized service activity. Why? To better protect and monitor their critical assets. When seconds matter, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. If your company has important assets that you want to protect, well, contact Knox today for more information on their innovative Knox entry system. Go to their website. It's Knox, K-N-O-X.com. That's Knox.com for more information. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The world is becoming more and more unstable by the day, and many Americans are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver. And they're turning to the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. GoldCo is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews, and they've helped thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice, and right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver. But it's first come, first served, and only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver, so don't wait. Don't let this chaotic world get in the way of your goals. Go to HannityGold.com. That's HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com. All right, as we continue, it's Simple Man, Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. The very people that the Democratic Party target, the working people and the poor, are going to get hammered by the Democratic Party. So this is the ultimate irony. So, yeah, we're going to give you pre-K, community college, babysitters. You're going to be able to take four months family leave with, for whatever reason you want. That will kill small business, by the way. Um, and then we're going to give, 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 give. But at the other side of it, you're going to pay more, 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 more for everything you need on a daily basis. And I'm trying to tell people this is a bad deal for you. So no matter how much you hate Trump, no matter how progressive and woke you are, you've got to see the destruction, and that is the word that Joe Biden has reaped upon this country in nine months, the destruction. And you can't get rid of him. Nobody's going to get rid of him. The only solution is to neutralize him by the Republicans, and they're not any uh, bright bulbs, in my opinion, taking back both houses of Congress next November in the midterms. That's the well, first step. I think we, it, we see it all happening. I don't think it's hard to predict. And the only way we're going to have to save America is to have that very scenario unfold. I think it's it'll be inevitable, but I don't. You know, I don't know about inevitable. Well, you know, never underestimate Republicans' abilities right. to screw things up, Bill. I'm not a Republican. Right. You know that. Right. Um, right. All right. Simple man. All things Bill O'Reilly. BillOReilly.com. You're on your game today, Mr. O'Reilly. Great well, analysis. Thank you. Thanks I, for... I, I want to say one more thing. I think everybody should yeah. send O'Reilly and Hannity a gift basket for being so right <laughs> about Biden. <laughs> I don't want a gift basket. I want my country saved. That's all I want. A little, I'm not asking much. Three hours a day, one hour at night, and I want my country, you know, functioning normally. James Comey, you have the right to remain silent, and you might want to use it. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of this uh, program. All right, as promised, we're going to get to a lot of phones here. We'll start with Jay's in North Carolina today. Jay, hi, how are you? Glad you called. Thanks for your patience. Thank you, Sean. Thank you very much, and good afternoon to you. Um, Anyways, impending inflation, the border crisis, the voter balloting fraud, the Afghan disaster, 
General Milley, the vaccine mandates and the erroneous drone strike in Afghanistan in which the Biden administration called to offer their condolences to the family. What family? You just murdered every single one of them. I mean, this is what we've got. We've got incompetent, senile, and corrupt administrators. And I look at General Milley, the treasonous General Milley, and the treasonous Joe Biden. I mean, what are these corrupt cops going to do, Sean? Arrest themselves? This country is in the hands of a delusional madman. I mean, evil is masquerading as truth. And as far as the mandates go, Sean, I'm an American. And you don't mandate jack crap to me. Well, they're the I, ones that said they would. Joe said he would never do it. Morons. Joe said he'd never do it. Saki said it's not the role of the federal government. Uh, Pelosi said we can't, we can't require uh, people to be vaccinated. I think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory. Perhaps the federal government should step in and issue mandates. And if not, are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people? I think the question here, one, that's not the role of the federal government. Um, that is the role that institutions, private sector entities, uh, and others may take. We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. Look, it's it's America. Literally, the wheels have come off. Nothing is working. Everything is a disaster. And, you know, I, I, I mean, I, if there was any pleasure in it at all, I'd say, well, that's what live free or die. America and the world on the brink is was all about. I, I didn't uh, trust me when I say, Jay, I don't like writing books. It's too much work. It's hard. It's very I, my schedule's tight as it is. I like to focus fully on my jobs that I have. And I I there's only one answer. And the answer at this point for the Republicans on the economy is do not raise the debt ceiling. They have control of Congress. Let them do it. That's up. That's on them. Now that they're going to tie it to this monstrosity, new Green Deal socialism, let them do it. Let them own it. And then the next thing is Republicans need to get a backbone. And the first order of business is election integrity laws in every state. That's that would be voter ID. That would be signature verification. That would be updated voter rolls every year. Uh, that would be chain of custody controls. That would include partisan observers get to watch the count start to finish. And then from there, it's Republicans need an agenda. We already know what the agenda is. Liberty, freedom, capitalism and our Constitution. Lower taxes, less bureaucracy, uh, choice in schools, law and order, so everybody can have peace and prosperity to pursue happiness. Secure borders, energy, independence, constitutionalists on the bench, free market solutions for health care that take care of pre-existing conditions, uh, free and fair trade, and peace through strength. That's it. Lay it out on paper. Put your name to it. Sign it in ink, sign it in blood. I don't care how you sign it. And then when you, when you make a promise, keep the damn promise. That's what Republicans need to do. Now, I can't explain it any more simply than that, Jay, without sounding like a broken record. But that those are the policies that work. Those are the policies pretty much I've advocated for 33 years on radio and 25 years on TV. I haven't changed much. You know, occasionally I'll admit I'm wrong, and when I am, I'll say I'm wrong. But that's what Republicans need to do. And if, if they make that commitment, I believe that the country will willingly change from where we are. The first step is Congress and the Senate. The next step is 2024.
And the Senate, we got a lot of bellwether races. We've got Florida, we've got Georgia, we've got North Carolina, we've got South Carolina, we've got New Hampshire, we got Wisconsin, we've got Pennsylvania, we've got Ohio, we've got Nevada, we've got Arizona. It doesn't get any more bellwether than that. And then it's going to be up to you, the American people, to bring your friends and everybody to the polls. First, have the integrity measures in place so we have free and fair elections with integrity that we'll have confidence in the results in. That, that, that is my, my plea to everybody. If you want to know what the antidote is to this insanity, which is not going to get better, they're not going to all of a sudden wake up and say, I think Sean Hannity's been right the whole time. They're not going to do that. So the only way to get this stopped and it's like our our boat is taken on, you know, so much water at this point, we're ready to sink. And the first thing you do is you first plug up the hole and stop them from doing any more damage. And then we can start bailing out the water and getting back to common sense, you know, American first, uh, make America great again principles, conservative principles that work. That's my that's my solution. 800-941-SEAN, our number. Brian, Oklahoma, next. I'm very good. Thanks for taking my call, Sean. Thank you for calling. Well, I'm calling you about what's going on in Edmond, Oklahoma, the school district. You know, you said we got to take back our nation, but they're sending their ants, right? I'm all for elections, but the ants are chipping away at the, the structure of our, our constitutional rights. And they're uh, having medical segregation. I thought segregation was over 65 years ago in this country. And the Oklahoma legislator passed a law, Senate Bill 658, that said no medical or uh, vaccine passports were going to be required for students in Oklahoma public schools. Both houses and the governor signed this into law. That's not happening in Edmond, Oklahoma. So I'm one of the listed plaintiffs that have filed suit against the school district because they are kicking kids out of school if they do not provide these vaccines. So, in vaccine other words, they passports. passed the law. Now they're violating the law. Are they making the argument that Joe's mandate usurps the power of the the local government? No, no, they're not. In fact, uh, I've met with the superintendent. I've said this is no. It's not even an argument that this is segregation. If I substitute non-vaxxed and vaxxed for black and white and said, hey, certain ethnicities can't come back to school for eight or ten days if they come in contact, it's not even a question of its segregation. Now they're trying to justify it and say this is about safety. Well, we know that the, the evidence is really clear that COVID does not affect uh, kids at the same rate, but it does cause emotional and mental damage to these kids. You know, what What really frightens me about this is a lot of what we were told about the vaccine, you know, nobody, nobody discussed that there would be breakthrough cases. Nobody discussed that part. Nobody discussed the part about, you know, other issues involving COVID. Nobody discussed, you know, what, what bothers me about one-size-fits-all um, medicine is that there are people with rare conditions, and it totally... You know, we're going to have Robert Malone on this program tomorrow. He invented the technology for the mRNA viruses. He's the guy that I've been quoting, the medical doctor. He's a genius. I mean, he came up with this new vaccination process. Um, and he's saying natural immunity is better. And he's citing studies to prove that it's better than the very technology he himself invented. I'm very curious to hear what he has to say. And he's going to come on the program tomorrow. I don't think he does a whole lot of interviews. And I'm just looking forward to it. But 
I, I know for parents, you raise a good point. Children have not been impacted by COVID the way older people have been impacted. You know, we've learned a lot over the last two years. We've learned that, for example, this impacts older people much, and it's more, far more dangerous to older people than younger people. That has stayed fairly consistent, although the Delta variant in and of itself has become problematic. Breakthrough cases, number one. Number two, some younger people, it's a little more contagious than the original COVID. Then we've got all these other variants that we're paying attention to, uh, and we've got to pay attention to. But, um, you know, until the science is firm on this, that kids need it, um, if the adult population is vaccinated, and in fact we have monoclonal antibodies for breakthrough cases that are very effective, that shouldn't be rationed, by the way, by Joe Biden, you know, I think it's got us covered for now, but we ought to be trying to stay ahead of future variants that are coming down the line. We're advocating for healthy kids to go to school, not sick kids to go to school. Yeah, well, so of course. I mean, that, they're, they're but there could be asymptomatic cases where there might be well, people might be contagious, you know. But again, if the teachers are vaccinated, um, if you know, everyone's got to everyone's going to determine what their their appetite for risk is. I have friends of mine that are not vaccinated and and I'll sit there and we'll talk about these things for hours and hours and hours. And I will tell you this, the people that have made that choice, they'll give you good reasons from their perspective why they made that decision. And I'm not a doctor. And then they might also share with me their unique medical history or their their current medical condition, things that might impact their decision making. My advice is, look, I'm not a doctor, and I just I'm not, I just refuse to play one on TV. I feel sorry for parents. I hate to say this. It sounds terrible. I'm glad my kids are older, and I'm not confronted with this choice. But, I, but you know, we're now getting to the point where if, if you don't go along with their one-size-fits-all medicine, what, what if you have a rare condition? What if you believe in the natural immunity and your doctor supports that decision? Are we now going to say you're still shut out of concerts and ball games and restaurants and everything in between? You know, I'd like to see at least exemptions included or if restaurants want to, you know, go forward with, you know, rapid testing. You can get a test on in what, 10, 12 minutes. Doesn't take that long. I've been tested more than anybody I know. All right. Quick break. Right back to the phones. 800-941-SEAN. Our number if you want to be a part of the program. busy phones chris north carolina what's up chris how are you hey sean what's going on not not much how are you doing doing very good i was just calling to uh, comment on your question yesterday about excuse me um you know what what candidate would be qualified to take this uh the left on and, uh, and i don't know I, I don't know another candidate that's uh, more qualified than donald trump i mean he's a gritty new york businessman i mean they've thrown the kitchen sink at this guy i think he's I think he held his own. Um, they're vicious. You know, the left is vicious. They're dirty. You know, they'll trash your reputation, and they'll, they'll pull out all stops to try to try to win. And, and we, we've got to have somebody in there that can uh, withstand that. Let me ask that. you a question. Did Donald Trump's policies, and, and this is for the broader audience, I'm speaking through you, everybody should ask themselves, did his policies work? And I think the answer is overwhelmingly they worked. Absolutely they worked. 
And then the next question is, then then think back and, and all the feigned outrage. We even have, for example, you know, the reaction to the killing of Soleimani. There was no collateral damage when they took out Soleimani on the tarmac when he was in that commercial plane. They could have shot the plane out of the air. They didn't do it. They waited till there wasn't going to be collateral damage. You compare the reaction of, of Hollywood liberals and, and liberals on in the media uh, to that killing and how out, outraged they were, but they're silent on Joe Biden's drone strike killing seven children and humanitarian workers. You know, if the, if when you look at the outrage right now, what we did in Afghanistan and what's unfolding at the border and what's happening of the economy and begging OPEC to increase production of the lifeblood of our economy because of his bad policies is a loan to get anybody fired. I'll, I'll take Donald Trump's mean tweets over being humiliated on a daily basis like I feel with Biden as president, if that's a way to put it. Exactly. And I feel like we have the world's respect, you know, as you know, and, and now look at what we have. We, I, I doubt we have the same respect on the world stage uh, as, as the, uh, Donald Trump demanded. Yeah, well, Donald Trump's policies at the border work. Donald Trump's, you know, his policies on COVID. Yeah, it was, you know, the worst pandemic since 1917 and 18. He ended up in record time with three vaccines and therapeutics and options uh, to get the virus under control. And Joe even blew that. Now we have inflation. Now we have an economic downturn. Now we have, you know, energy prices skyrocketing, inflation through the roof. Chaos at our borders, chaos, you know, begging OPEC, leaving Americans behind. I, I just I cannot I, I just can't even wrap my arms around the magnitude of how bad this all is. And yet it's happening. And people are, you know, I'm telling you right now, there's still the media mob that would show more outrage over a Donald Trump tweet that the media is the enemy of the people than they would about you know joe biden killing children in a drone strike and telling us that he took out an isis leader or leaving of abandoning americans behind enemy lines nobody in the media even talks about it anymore i think except for my show and maybe one or two others Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hey, Sean Hannity here, and there's so much happening around our country. Crimes happening in your own backyard. Listen to the story of Bob Brayton. Now, Bob was at home when an intruder physically forced his way inside. Now, luckily, Bob was able to grab his burner, and he used it to backpedal the man right outside and off of his property. Now, it's legal in all 50 states. No background checks required. They ship it right to your door. Go to burner, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. And if you do that now, you get an exclusive 10% discount. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. 
With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.